so we are continuing through our series on Lent, and today we're looking at Jesus being the exact imprint of God. In Hebrews, which is uh, the letter that we're looking at through the course of Lent, the writer of Hebrews describes Jesus in lots of different ways. And in what we're thinking about today is how he describes him almost at the beginning of his letter when he says these words that are quite unique to him. He says, talking about Jesus, that Jesus, the Son, is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. The exact representation of God's being. Jesus talks about that himself in in John chapter 14, which is the reading that we're looking at a little bit more today, but we're going to focus a bit more on the Hebrews one, uh, because this whole thing that Jesus is saying is that if you've seen me, if you know me, then you know the Father, you know God as well, because Jesus is, as we said, the exact imprint of God. I've got here a picture, hopefully this is going to come up on the screen. Now, that's a very unusual picture, isn't it? It's a painting. This is possibly one of the most originally titled paintings ever. This painting is called The Portrait of a Gentleman. It's original, isn't it? Very, very thought out. Now, this painting sold in auction for guess how much? How much? If you think it sold for more than 500,000, put your hand up. If you think it sold for more than a million, put your hand up. More than two? More than three? Four, five, six. This painting sold for £8.5 million. For one painting, it's about this big. £8.5 million. And then six years after it was sold, it was discovered to be fake. (laughs) Yep, a complete fake. Because they found a fake in another museum, uh, in a museum that was, uh, just, someone was just investigating one of their paintings, discovered it was a fake, and so it ended up being a big investigation into lots of other paintings, and this was considered to be one of them, uh, or was found to be one of the ones that was a complete copy. It was, however, at the time, described as one of the best fakes of anything in art that has ever been. Now, when somebody tries to do something like that and create a fake painting or fake copy of a picture, it's not as easy as just going down your local art shop and buying some paints and a canvas and giving it a go, even if you're the most talented artist in the world. In order to make that replica, you've got to get exactly the right kind of canvas that was used at the time, and we're going back centuries to when this was originally painted. You've got to use exactly the same style of brushes that were used at the time. Uh, And you can't just find a a random brown to make his hair from your local stationers. You have to make the paint using the exact ingredients that were used in the time. So often a lot of egg yolk and other strange and unusual things were used to make paints or make paints more uh, sticky or whatever it may be. And then you've got to copy every brush stroke exactly the same as it is in the original. Like the direction that the brush goes has to be exactly the same. The lighting has to be exactly the same. All of these things you have to think about to make an exact copy. But as a result of this uh, mistake by the auction house who sold this fake for £8.5 million, uh, that auction house then employed somebody whose job it is to be a painting detective. What a title that is. Uh, that they, it is their job to make sure that what's in front of them is genuine. And somebody like that, who is skilled and trained and absolute expert in their field, would be able to tell with the right investigation and the right tools and the right equipment 
that this was a fake. Because even the most immaculate copy would have at least one thing in it, one flaw in it, that would show that it's a fake. Maybe where one crack has appeared in the paintwork in a slightly different place. Incredible, isn't it? That Actually, it's a great copy to the human eye. Everybody fell for it until they discovered it was a fake. It wasn't an exact copy. It was impossible to be an exact copy. Uh, and we're thinking today, and we'll be thinking a little bit later, about what it means that Jesus is the exact imprint of God. He's not just a bit like God. He's the exact imprint of God. And we're going to look at why that's important. Now, in the world of um, film and TV, it's really important to be consistent. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been watching something and and there's a scene between two people and one minute someone's got a coffee cup in their hand and they're talking quite happily and then the the camera cuts away to a different angle and it comes back and suddenly the coffee cup's gone Uh, because obviously they put it down between takes, forgot to pick it back up again and there's this massive inconsistency. Uh, I've just taken my coat off. Had I not explained that, then people watching this online would have, oh, maybe it suddenly got a lot warmer in church. Uh, But no, it didn't. Uh, So anyway, uh, they Consistency is really important when when you are following uh, a story in a film, particularly uh, around a character. And so we're thinking about this concept about Jesus being the exact imprint of God. Now, what does that mean? Why is that important? Why is it important we look at that? Why did Jesus make such a big deal of that in John chapter 14, saying, if you've seen the Father, then you, uh, then if you've seen me, then you've seen the Father. If you know me, you know the Father. It's really important that we acknowledge this because we all have, I'm sure, from our upbringing, from where we were brought up in the world, our different views and ideas of what we think God might look like, what he might be like, what is God like? I mean, maybe if you just, again, to talk, take art as an example, whenever people try to depict God, what do you think is kind of the most, if you think about it, the most common image of God that you see in art? From around that time, come on, shout out some ideas of things that you most commonly see God. A bearded man on a cloud. A bearded man on a cloud. Normally quite huge, big hand, whatever it may be. That's the picture of God we tend to have, isn't it? When we're certainly growing up in this country. And the same is also true of uh, Jesus. Like, what does Jesus look like? There's lots of arguments about what he looks like in terms of physical appearance. Uh, in 2002, there was a big, uh, a big archaeological study done to say what they think someone from that region might have looked like at the time. But if you go to China, then you'll see a picture of Jesus depicted as someone from China. If you go to Africa, you'll see Jesus as depicted as someone from Africa because we tend to picture him how we picture the people around us but actually the writer of Hebrews is saying that Jesus is the exact imprint of God but he doesn't say of what he looks like he says he's the exact imprint of God's very nature so what does that mean well what it means is when you see Jesus healing the sick When you see Jesus care for the poor and the needy, when you see him teach about the kingdom of God, when you see him open the eyes of the blind, when you see him work in partnership with his people, when you see him lift up the lowly and the humble, when you see him make relationships his absolute priority, 
When you see him with authority over the wind and the waves. When you see him love those rejected by everyone else. When you see him give generously of his time, of his energy, of his heart. When you see him have power even over death itself. When you see how he deals with the enemy. When you see him judge sin without condemning the sinner. When you see him work at the perfect rhythm of life. When you see his face glowing at the transfiguration alongside Moses and Elijah. When you see him use humor appropriately when you see that he's slow to anger and abounding in love but when he is angry he uses that righteously when you see him respectful of the scriptures when you see him teach the scriptures with love and passion and compassion and excitement for what they hold when you see him serve those around him when you see Jesus have compassion on everybody around him when you see him celebrate the victories of others then you are seeing God You are seeing God. You are seeing God's nature. You're seeing what God is like. The God who made everything is like that. So when you see how Jesus is towards the people around him, you see how God is towards us. The exact imprint. He's not just a bit like God in that area and a bit like God there but less like God there he is the exact imprint of the very nature of God to the finest detail so as Peter was saying last week if you really want to know God then you need to know Jesus he is the one who shows you what God is really like And often people will say that there seems to be a huge contrast between the God of the Old Testament and the God of the New. But there can't be. Because Jesus is the exact imprint of God. So what you see in Jesus, that's who God is. That's the God we worship, the God we adore, the God who the Old Testament tells us rejoices over us with singing, the God who made you and loves you, When you see Jesus, when you read of Jesus in the Gospels, you're reading of God himself, the very nature of God. So the question for this season of Lent as we're looking through Hebrews is to ask this, when you read about Jesus as if he's God, does it challenge any of the views you may have had about God before? When you read of Jesus, do you really see a big bearded man in the sky waiting to tell you off? Because I don't see that in Jesus. Yes, I see a God who abhors sin, but loves the sinner. And so, if you want to know what God is like, then you follow the example of Bishop Lindsay. Does anyone here remember Bishop Lindsay? He was a bishop of Horsham, really good friend of mine. Uh, He was interviewed on TV once uh, by a comedian and uh, the comedian will always try to trip up people, basically would interview them to try to trip them up in, in whatever way he could. And he just said, what does God look like? Really flippantly, really as a joke, expecting a really jokey answer to come back. And Bishop Lindsay just replied, well, he's Jesus-shaped. If you want to know God, then look to Jesus. He'll show you what God's character is like. 
He shows you how God behaves, how God has compassion, how God loves, how God judges sin, how God loves the sinner, how God welcomes and accepts and does all the things that we know Jesus do. He shows that God has authority over the wind and the waves. He is the exact imprint of God. So as you read the Gospels, you're not just reading about Jesus as the Son of God, you are reading about Jesus, the exact imprint of God. So as we know Jesus better, we know the Father better. As Jesus says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. If you know me, you've known the Father. He is the exact imprint. May we know him better today and always. Amen.